Hello. Hello, girl. If you follow me on Twitter, you know what this episode is about. <laughs> if you follow me, and you've been following me on Twitter at author underscore, you already know. You know what we're here to talk about today. And we is here to talk about the fine author done quit her job, girl. It's over. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so giggly. I'm in a good mood. But I want to come and talk to y'all. Y'all know I made a whole thread about it. And I just been adding, adding, adding to that thread over maybe since like June. So about two months. <sighs> and um, yeah. I'm happy, girl. I don't know. Like... I don't know. It, you know, we live in a society. Girl, I'm about to just dive right in, right? So <laughs> we live in a society like you know, everybody got bills. We all got bills to pay, and you know, capitalism. Everything is high right now. Although gas has dropped, cause I filled up big legs out there for 45 the other day, and baby, I started hot. I'm shaking at the pump, bitch. Period, cause that's a win. But everything is high, so you have to work. Everybody has to work, right? So. I let me just say I'm not an advocate for just quitting your job without a plan. I ain't never been that girl. I ain't no fool now. I gotta have income. I gotta have money coming in. But I am an advocate of leaving situations that no longer serve you. And as a matter of fact, my book in the Wicked We Trust, that's really the whole um basis of like that's that's what I want people to take away from my book with my characters, like leaving situations that don't serve you. So with me leaving a job, I just really feel like I let something go that caused me to be very complacent, very comfortable. And I just kind of want to talk about it. So obviously not going to go into detail about my former company's name and, you know, nothing like that. This is not a, a like a real drag session. And this is just my experience as a black woman in the workforce becoming so comfortable to the point where I was scared to move. Like, and I, I think a lot of companies know that. Um, you know, the pay was good, the benefits was good, and you look up and six and a half years just flew by. In January would have been seven years that I was with one company. That's the longest time I've ever been with one job. So naturally, you just get so comfortable. And it, I was to a place where I was too comfortable. And I was, I was like scared. I was scared to leave because you see people who've worked, you know, with a company for 20, 30 years. And it's like, okay, you know, they... You know, it that must be a good thing. And that is a good thing. And I don't want to come off like that's bad. My mom has been on her job since I was like five or six. When you find something that you really love to do, you're going to be doing it for years. And the years are going to fly by because you actually enjoy what you're doing. And I was that person for like maybe the first two and a half, three years. I really was in love with my job, bro. Like I was one of those people told everybody girl like oh my god I got the best job ever I love what I did I was in love with my job it was literally the perfect job for me like it was it was just oh my god like I, I raved about it and to this day I'm not just gonna act like it wasn't some 
some pros. You know what I'm saying? I've hell, I've been there six and a half years. It had to be something. You feel me? But I think it started from me when I started to really realize like companies, um, like you replaceable for real. And that was when I was hired to do. I'm not really gonna go into too much detail about that. The in, the intricate details of the job, but I was hired to do. Uh, very specific things for this department um known as like well i'm, I'm not gonna say that it, very specific job and long story short i came into the gig and it was like okay this is my job duty and i'm the only person that does this so i'm gonna make it as you know easy as possible for me and that's what i did and in doing that i helped to create not create but to improve the current systems in place and that really benefited the whole department so it was a situation where I did sit down and put a lot of time and resources into creating a new way of doing things, a completely new system and doing that you know I got really good feedback and the system that I helped to create I sat in meetings and did the whole thing it really benefited the whole department and so i took pride in that you know you take pride when you do something good but the issue for me came in when i helped build this system i sat in on these meetings i did the research i i did my big one i tested it all of that i trained the rest of the apartment on it my job hired people to do and run basically the system and so all of my job duties that i come in day to day and do it was snatched from me and pretty much given to just like a new team of people which was kind of not kind of was a slap in the face a little bit but that's really the first time where i was like damn these companies really don't know they don't about you you know what I'm saying? Like, as a human, like, as a person, they're going to do a test for them. And I was just offended because it's like, I, I I was, I felt like I wasn't even offered. You know what I'm saying? And it, it was so bad and it was so spooky. I had to really sit down with leadership. Like, am I being let go? Because you think about the job that you hired. Say you a plumber. You a plumber. You coming in every day plumbing that's what you do and then one day you come to work and they're like no nah, don't don't plumb toilets no more we need you to learn how to repair tvs that's not what you was hired to do or all of a sudden it's now nah, you a plumber but we hired this new person to do your job so you just sit here for eight hours so it's just one of them it was just a lot of uncertainty and that's the first time that i was like hmm you know okay I don't feel value here. And I feel like with black women, a lot of the times we go through that, but we'll stay for the sake of stability. Like, oh, that's a good paying job. We got good benefits. And it, do, it did. I would miss the money. <laughs> Let's be very clear. I would miss the coin but and the benefits. But I think a lot of times with black women, since we don't always get opportunities, when we got it, we just... You know, I got to sit beside. It's a good. You feel me? Can't can't move. So 
instead of me, what I should have did. This is what I should have did. And this is what I, I really want y'all to learn from me. At that point in time, when I first began to feel like that, I should have began pouring into myself for real. I should have started really getting into the books. And and at that time, I don't know how long y'all been following me, but I had a um, I had an online clothing boutique since I was about 20-ish. So what I should have done was to really start pouring into that because we talking about six years later, I, I probably wouldn't be working nowhere. You understand what I'm saying? So it's just one of them things. When I first started feeling unappreciated at work, I should have began pouring and putting more energy into me, into my creative endeavors, having my own business. Like I should have really went full throttle with that. When I get off work, it's that. And I think I did by beginning to write for blogs. When I started writing for blogs, um, I would get off work and I would, you know, start writing for blogs. Shout out to Ball Alert, Hip Hop Weekly. Um, even on site, I wrote for them briefly. But I started, that's when I started really tapping into my passion for real. And that showed me like, damn, this is what I want to do. I don't want to do nothing. I want to wake up in my perfect life. I want to wake up at 10 a.m., open a computer and write. That's it. I could do that shit in my sleep. I could do it all day because it's something. I write anything. Music, blog, story, anything. I love to write. I love to put words to paper. And I always have since a little girl. So I started tapping into my passion. And even with that, though, I should have went harder. Right? I should have. I should have really took it home. Like I should have went harder, and I. But I still had and went came into that complacent place of, you know, it's a good paying job. Instead of really believing in myself and betting on myself, I was still like, oh no, I gotta hold on to this. So, but I, even though I was unhappy, I was unhappy. And then fast forward to twenty twenty, um, pandemic hit. But before the pandemic hit, there was a situation where there was um, an incident and I feel like, no feel like about it, I was lied on. And despite me having a witness and having somebody there to say, nah, she didn't do anything wrong, I feel like my word didn't mean shit. And... It's just not a good feeling to have like your job dangled over your head. That's another telltale sign where it's, I should have, I should have made my head sick. But again, it was the pandemic, and it was a, a very just uncertain time. You don't know if you about to be laid off. Like things was closing. Will I get another job? You know what I'm saying? It was just a lot of uncertainty. Kept my job because I proved to be useful to the company. Right. Um, so now we fast forward to recent and y'all know I wrote my book, put my book out on Valentine's Day in the Wicked We Trust available now on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles and a coworker reported that I wrote a book and reported that I was marketing and selling my book on company time. 
and that kind of launched um like a like a little mini investigation i know my managers was looking into it and they had spoke with you know just upper leadership about it and it became this big thing and so yet again my job is being dangled over my damn head and you don't know am i gonna be fired today what's gonna happen today you know what i'm saying so since june i've been stressed and me and stress don't mix i'm one of them people when i stress it's instant headaches every single day can't sleep like I'm one of them people, the stress takes a physical toll on me. I always been like that. It, God is my witness. The slightest inconvenience, I got a headache and it lasts for hours. It's instant, period. So that's been going on for months. And my own personal opinion is that going through that, it kind of caused a lot of nitpicking. Like, oh, you're not engaged. Oh, you're not doing this. Oh, you're not doing that. And I feel like, um, you know, my superiors was kind of attributing certain things or my issues to the fact that I wrote this book and maybe I was distracted and maybe I just wasn't engaged with the group or whatever the case may be. And just long story short, um, I kind of felt like I had to choose. And then I came to work one day and I found out my coworkers know I got a podcast. So I felt like at that point, my job began really nitpicking with me. I feel like my coworkers began nitpicking with me. Like, oh, she got this running outside of the job. She don't care about the job. And I just, I feel like every single day, it was just something. And I'm going to be honest, I was miserable. I was miserable. But one thing for sure, um, I feel like I done came too far. And I put my book out, something I've been wanting to do for damn near 20 years. I'm talking about childhood dream. It's not coming down. My podcast not going away. And I have been absent because it's been a lot going on. It's been a like, I don't know if I'm allowed to record. I don't know if I'm a, and it's technical difficulties play a role into, but it's just like, I don't know what I'm allowed to do because my coworker let me know that they saw my podcast on YouTube. So I don't know if I'm allowed to YouTube. You know what I'm saying? I, I just, I don't know. It was just a lot of uncertainty. It was a lot of nitpicking. It was, and it, it gets to a point, you know, it's time to go when you actually are disengaged. And you actually, when you get to the point, I got to a point of just being so in love with my job to clock in, hey, okay, I'm ready to go. And I, I mean, I was working from home, comfortable. Like, remote job. Well, remote, uh, three days, remote, two days, you know, in the office. But I had been remote for about, like, a year, fully remote. But you just get to the point where it's like, I don't want to be there. I want to do this. I want to, like... In this society, in this world, it's it is kind of unrealistic to be like, okay, I just want to be a creative full time. If you want to be a creative full time, boy, you got to grind with this economy. So, I don't want to sound ungrateful for my job because I know people personally who was laid off in 2020. It ain't worked since. I know people who don't have health insurance, and I had that. I, you know what I'm saying? So, I would never 
be ungrateful and I was making good money. I would never, ever, ever, I don't want to seem like I'm ungrateful, but girl, I was fucking drained. Girl, it, it's not even being ungrateful, girl. It is drained. You clock in every day and somebody is constantly nitpicking with you and getting. I'm not going to go into like too specific detail because we'll be here all day. But, and like I said, I don't want to drag the company. It is what it is. I left. It, it's just, I guess I say all that just to say, like it took me six years to come out of that complacent ass place. I don't want nobody else to do that. I feel, I feel sad when I think of, Okay, you spent six years at a job, but your boutique was struggling. Like, you spent six years, you should have, on your downtime, on your off days, that same energy that I put into building a system and developing this and, and doing that for my job, I should have been putting that energy plus some into making my website what it need to be, putting out books. I, I should have put out books years ago I'm just on book one you know what I'm saying I just feel like all that that energy that I put in to be like a great employee not saying that you shouldn't be you should you should go to work every day do your best period I just I feel like I just put a lot of energy into a job and I had things of my own in my own passions that I needed to do so Looking back, um, I do have regrets, and I'm trying not to be that regretful as a girl, but moving forward, I just feel like I feel very free. I didn't do a traditional two-week notice. It was kind of like a week. I think I put, in my two, my, I put in my notice on like a Wednesday, and then the following Wednesday was my last day. So it would be like a week. But... It just, it showed me that I could let go. And I preach that in my book, my novel, my characters, even though it's a fiction novel, that's the whole premise of it. And just to be able to like walk away and get out that comfort zone, it feel amazing and everybody need to try it, period. Like it feels so damn good to just be out of your, just be out my comfort zone. And I'm not saying, you know, whether or not I got another job or whatever the case may be, I might have me another gig, but what I, what I will say is this comes first. The Cage Podcast, In the Wicked We Trust, the sequel, going out, going city to city, marketing my book, that comes first. That's what PTO days are for. And I've learned that now. Like, And I hope that everybody, everybody gets to that place. Yes, we got bills. Yes, we got to work. You have to work. But I don't know. Like, I will work. I'm not a lazy girl, but and I'm not an unrealistic girl. But I just feel motivated than ever to build this. Build this YouTube channel. Build this blog. Write more books. Do more media things. Like I haven't done a media event since the beginning of this year. Haven't. I just need to be out there more. I need to, I need to it just it has really put the fire under my ass to just Boss up for real. Because I can't fire me. You feel me? I can't investigate me. You understand? Um, 
And I feel like jobs can. You feel me? They they can get in a place where they like, oh, no, you can't do that even though you outside of work, off company time. But that don't align with our values, what you're doing. So I, I'm in a place now. I'm so happy. I was telling somebody, they called me. They was like, what's up, my little ray of sunshine? Because I, I'm just, I'm so damn happy. And I don't know, girl. Like, it just feels really, really good. Um, Do not feel like you are bounded by a job. And I felt like that for so long, just scared to move and like, you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next, leave. Go. Find you something better, find you something, find something and just go. Like, it's so much shit and I'm just learning about myself and I'm, I'm so happy and I'm so grateful and I look around at the opportunities that I've gotten. I interviewed head crack. Like, his people reached out to me. I've been a fan of his for a long time. You know what I'm saying? That He is on the level of media personality and correspondence that I want to be on. I was on the We in Miami podcast. Jason Lee was on that podcast. Antonio Brown was on that podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are people who reaching out to me, you know, so that should, that counts for something. That lets me know that I'm doing something right, but I got to really get behind it and I really got to believe in me for real. So I quit. <laughs> I quit and I, I've been smiling and cheesing and, and looking pretty ever since, <laughs> but yeah, I, I wanted to give y'all that, that story time, that life update so we could talk about it i said i was gonna <laughs> i said i was gonna give y'all this story time i might still do like an audio podcast so we could really like i know y'all want to I, I know y'all really want me to drag and carry and i kind of still want to do drag and carry and okay let's go ahead and drag and carry <laughs> let's drag and carry for like two seconds then we're gonna get off the line but the thing for me <laughs> i felt okay for somebody to go above and beyond and report that I wrote a book outside of work. <laughs> that's just, that's, that's misery to me. I would never, like, you know how many people I don't work with who was artists, like did music, recorded music outside of work. I see them posting on the work day and post, you know what I'm saying? I just, it's, it's never on my mind that I'm going, you know what? I'm going to report it. Never. But I just do believe some people are miserable. I do believe, I, I'm not, I don't like that. I would never say the word hate and that is an ugly word. And I think when you call somebody a hater, you got to stick to them. But for somebody to do that, um, it wasn't hurting you. It wasn't hurting them. You know what I'm saying? It it just, it benefited them in no way, shape, or form other than to hurt me. So, you have to feel like that's a personal attack. And for me, since I started, 
I've been feeling those little personal jabs. So that's another reason why I'm just so glad to go. <laughs> I'm just so glad to, I don't know, girl. I, I just been smiling ever since. But moral of the story, bitch, leave. Leave that job because one thing about it, them jobs going to leave your ass. <laughs> they will leave you and, you know, whatever. I'm not going to get them too much. I'm not going to bash. I'm not going to, I'm just not going to do none of that. Because when I was in a bitter place, um, a few months ago when I found out somebody actually took it upon themselves to find out about my book and go through my social media and find me marketing my book, whatever, and like just took it upon themselves to really, I guess, just tell somebody in my job that I wrote a book. Like, I was a, I was a bitter bitch. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I was, boy, mm, I was so... Like, why would somebody do that? You couldn't pay me. You couldn't pay me to do it. I've seen so many things, and I just keep scrolling, keep scrolling. It's not, it don't hurt me. Like, it does nothing for me. You know what I'm saying? To to do that. But, boy, I wanted to drag. Boy, <laughs> I wanted to drag. But I'm so goddamn happy. It, that's not even on my heart no more. Like, as y'all can see, I cannot stop smiling so life is just good life is good and um yeah congratulations to me you know <laughs> you know next phase um yeah i just i feel like really putting effort into me i just feel like i'm gonna put a lot of effort into me girl thank y'all for sticking with the cage podcast on the weeks where it wasn't no podcast girl trying to record spirit ain't right ain't feeling it when i record a whole episode my eyelash was wrong i pray to god my eyelash is all right with this episode girl but yeah man i'm just in better spirits so that's just what it is so welcome back welcome back to us we here now we just here now girls but thank y'all for listening i don't know if you want to call this a story time video i don't know what this is but um I just encourage all of you just to make the best decision for you, period. Um, in the workplace, if you want to take that risk and pop out and just be 100% self-employed, I'm behind you, I'm with you, it ain't going to be easy. <laughs> you know, I think about self-employment every day. And, like, I think about 100% self-employment every day. And I'm like, wow, like... I, I wonder what that'd be like. <laughs> I can't wait to get to the 100% part of self-employment. And I know you got to work 10 times harder for that. But I honestly feel like I'm ready. I feel like I have reached the point of being ready. And yeah, I just, I think I could do it. I think it's in me. I think this will to just want to do something different and not be confined to one company for another six seven years it's in me now like it is deep rooted in me i know what i got to do i know what i want to do and i don't give a damn if it take me two years three years four years it ain't gonna take me six though so that's all i got girl for this video ain't got no more thank you guys again for tuning into the cake podcast while i'm in the mood i guess i'll just go ahead and drop you know what i'm saying another little 
uh, another little YouTube video. Keep the content rolling while I'm in a good mood and my hair cute and my lashes look like they have played. <laughs> but if you're new to the channel, go ahead and subscribe. Comment below. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know your experience walking away from a job. Was it scary for you? Was it difficult decision? Was it easy? Was you like me and just complacent and way too comfortable? And it took something drastic to be like, I'm out of here. Let me know your thoughts. And make sure to follow us on the Kate Dish Official on Instagram, my book, Amazon, Barnes & Nobles. Um, yeah, my website, thefineauthor.com, should be up very, very soon. Just putting the finishing touches on the services and all that good stuff, girl. And I'm going to see you girls.